previously on Live at 605. Fast forward one year later, our own house, this isn't an Airbnb, on our rooftop balcony. Off Queen Street. Off Queen Street. We're looking at the CN Tower in the distance. Beautiful day out. We're smoking cigars, drinking bows, and recording a podcast. Yeah, yo, guys, dreams do come true. Yeah, so if you go to... (laughs) John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from the dungeon in beautiful <laughs> downtown Toronto. This or is, a new studio. Yeah, this is 605 oh, t- studio. I guess it's temporary. Maybe not. I think this could be. Well, it depends. Yeah. I guess the computers. <laughs> we were right now holed up in our basement of our new 605 studios where my temporary office has been relocated. Yeah. But what's your setup right now? I'm, I'm quite comfy. Yeah, this only makes me feel like we need a better couch in the music room. Like a nice chair or something. Yeah, I don't know if we have room for that with the pianos and the desks and the computers. We will. Okay, okay. Well, this is season 19, episode 4 of the Back podcast. Back to reality. I hope you enjoyed the last two episodes. They were <laughs> COVID-free, corona-free. From a simpler time. A simpler time of three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Last week, we actually recorded from the balcony mm-hmm. in your wedding dress, in my wedding suit, smoking cigars, mm-hmm. drinking beers. Yeah. We had just gone for a walk on the beach around people, and yeah. now we just can't do any of that <laughs> stuff. But that's okay. We're doing our best to social distance from everyone and do our part to China. Make Physical things, distance. Yeah, all that stuff. We're trying mm-hmm. to make things go back to normal as quickly as possible because mm-hmm. I think everyone can agree that it stinks being locked up inside. Locked up abroad. Wow. But before we get in, this is definitely a fun episode. We're going to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about... You know, just our experience, again, of what's been happening the last couple mm-hmm. weeks with COVID and Corona and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But then we'll talk about some simpler times, like when you got uh, Norwalk virus <laughs> and puked your brains out for 48 hours. Yeah. An easier time, An right? An easier time. So why don't you give out your contact information? Yeah, if you guys want to see some of the stuff we've been up to in the house. You've been up uh, to some No, things. that's true, actually. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely trying to not get cabin fever, but we've right. been up to... We've been up to a lot of stuff, but if you want to check out some of that, um, it's mainly like Insta stories now, I would say. Right. Um, it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, oh, well, we did have a good Twitter experience yesterday. We'll get to in a second. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malin Camp, and I'm itching to put out the Pursuit video. I just... No. I got to do it soon, though. Oh, boy. I've already gotten into that beef. But anyways, and then follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash live at 605, mm-hmm. and on Instagram at live at 605, mm-hmm. because we post a lot of good quality things there, which is fun. Yeah. And think of this as the COVID companion podcast. It's like having both of us around you. Yeah, and we're not going to spend the whole time talking doom and gloom. Like, mm-hmm. you get that enough from watching the news or reading mm-hmm. things or whatever. So we're going to talk just a little bit about our experience because that's what we do. But then we're going to talk about just, like, other fun things to take your mind off of things. So do you want to just get into things? Let's see how many more times you say things. things. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ding! That's because I've been locked inside this house for two <laughs> yeah, weeks. I've grown up. Me- mentally stimulated. I've grown a beard that I, I haven't shaved in. This is the longest I haven't shaved since yeah. we went to Europe. But you shaved your neck part. Yeah, but I'm shaving fully tomorrow. Oh. But then I won't shave again for like three weeks. Oh. So I think it's a good compromise. Okay. So do you want to just get into like our last couple weeks of COVID-19 yeah. life? Yeah, well, okay. So I guess 
I'll say COVID-19 is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So I think, you know, this we spoke about this in the premiere, the the new premiere episode, <laughs> is that um, obviously COVID has been like a thing since like December 2019, but only recently in Toronto um, have things kind of taken a different bit of turn. So... Mm-hmm. For instance, the last two weeks, you and I have been on a work-from-home policy. That's right. Um, and only essential services are open now in the city, right. whereas everyone else is kind of like... It, it, and it's a really shitty time. It's like, you know, a lot of workers, if they're not considered essential services and might be on contract, they might be being laid off just because, you know, travel is minimized, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You and I are fortunate enough that we're both able to work, do our jobs from home, and we've both been Definitely. really busy. Um, but yeah, our hearts go out to those on the front lines and like those being laid off and everything. But swinging the pendulum the other way in a social capacity, this is hell for me. Yeah, for everybody, I think. Oh, no, John. Some people, like I've seen some posts, it's like, I've been training my entire self right. to be in this predicament. Like not like being introverts yeah, and I whatnot. Know. Whereas I'm like, holy shit. Um, day one was horrible. Yeah, We've of now course. been in this predicament for 14 days but we've kind of gone and we've we've figured out things to do i would say um to change it up a bit and i think for me i know myself and i know when i'm starting to feel a little like antsy right because i think this is feel similar to me as being laid off right yeah well i was gonna ask you i know this is your sponsorship but this is just whatever mm-hmm. and you've already kind of mentioned what's the podcast where you gave tips from do you remember what episode working can't from home? call this a comeback don't call it a comeback yeah so do you have maybe just some quick tips right now for either a working from home mm-hmm. or like working from home with a spouse or yeah another like what what tips do you have yeah just that people and go back and listen to don't call it a comeback because i think you give what 12 tips 10 for, or 12 tips. 10 or 12 trips for being laid off and how to deal with it and i think those are completely applicable now and it's actually the same way i'm living right now well, even right now like i obviously i sympathize when you uh were or empathize empathize and sympathize <laughs> yeah. i did the both now i don't empathize or sympathize with you <laughs> But like now, trying to out me with that handbrake today too. Oh boy, <laughs> let's just agree to disagree. No, but no, I can I can see how just like you know sometimes people might be like, oh, working from home is great, and sometimes if you can work from home, awesome. But like again, we've been doing I've been working from home for two two weeks now too. I'm like, wow, like I see how how uh, much it sucks working from home. Uh, sometimes you just want to be able to go out and see people or mm-hmm. work in an office, be around other people. So I definitely, for those few months when you were laid off, I could definitely empathize with you. I think that's the thing. So I will say like my sponsorship of the week, just so we can go into it, is like COVID-19 yeah, and just like that. all the shitty things. But then these are like some of the weird things through it are my life lessons from being laid off. So right. first things first would be number one, keep structure to your day and literally live it like you would be going in to your office right. to your daily job so one of the things that my friends always say to me and i i realize is like i'm on a lot of like vi- um, video, video conferences throughout the day and everybody's like oh my god your hair looks amazing and like yeah. i'm still dressing up as if i am fully going into the office what, give or take earrings sometimes. but just like waist up like if people obviously aren't seeing waist down are you full full on full on full on to the to- point head where to head to toe to the point where the only thing i probably don't have on is socks 
I am wearing slippers. Yeah, but you wouldn't wear socks during the summertime. 100% not. And so this is where, like, what are you wearing to work? Uh, The first few (laughs) days, to be honest with you, I just wore uh, shorts and, like, a sweater. And I didn't even do my hair. (laughs) And then I think it was, like, day three or four. And I'm just like, I kind of feel disheveled. So I'm like, one thing I'm never going to do is ever wear jeans. I just can't do it. Can't do it, can't So you? from the waist down, I'm yeah. in like track pants because I'm in the basement, <laughs> so it's kind of cold. Yeah. But then the waist up, I have been dressing more. Yeah, like you I would definitely, for, yeah. I'm not wearing like a button down or something like that, <laughs> yeah. but I am wearing work outfits I would wear, and I've been doing my hair, and I feel like that kind of, totally. even just like doing your hair up makes you feel like a valuable citizen. But yeah, I agree with that. Because I think said. one of the things is, and this, again, this is personal to me if you find this helpful like godspeed but if you don't obviously big old nods to me but i would say half the battle during covid19 is mental kind of thing and so to me you know getting over the hump of like having cabin fever and not feeling physically great like Mm -hmm. even things like you and i miss walking yeah right well i was gonna say sorry sorry. the one thing just because you mentioned walk the one thing that sucks about this uh disease and pandemic that's going on is one thing I think people think is you take your life in your hands just leaving your house. Yeah. Walking to go, you know, drop something off in a mailbox, you could potentially be risking your life. And, like, that's a scary thing for people to think is even going for a walk yeah. can be scary, whereas before it's not. I think – and so this would – okay, so two things I'll say. Okay, so keeping keeping a structure to your day I think is important. Setting boundaries like – you know, if you're going to wake up, wake up at consistent times, right? Like eat lunch, like do all the things you would normally do. Mm. Because between that and dressing up for the day, hopefully creates some like state of normalcy, right. I would say, um, and familiarity. So when you have to quote unquote integrate back into society, mm. you're not like what the shit's going on. Right. So the second thing I would say or the third thing is getting physical activity. So John is like a true testament to somebody who lives in the city. You walk everywhere, everywhere, right? And then the other side of it is I realize now because of how, like, um, because of remote working, I am not running to meetings. Right. I'm not running in my office building. Right. I'm not even walking to the subway, streetcar, running from Union. Walking to get a right? coffee. Or- Nothing. I am barely closing my rings. Both you and I wear oh, yeah. Apple, Apple watches. watches. Yeah, it's great. And my, if I look at the last two weeks, I look like I'm living a sloth life. I didn't even wear a watch for the first week, and then I realized, oh, I should even just put mm-hmm. my watch on. So the thing that you said, though, is like, oh, you know, going to like a mailbox or yeah. something. Or going to the grocery right? store. Grocery it's scary store. now. It is. It is scary, but I think this is where, and again, it's different mindset, and I get it, but it's like, this is not chemical warfare, Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like an, it, it's like not quote unquote an airborne disease. It is to a degree. Yes, it's viral. Right. 100%. But I think again, this is to me, you and I are huge germaphobes. Yeah. So to me, it's more like everyone just act responsibly and keep your distance. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, there could be some where you're out and about and I'm not trying to like be an alarmist or, a, or scare anyone, but mm-hmm. someone could sneeze. You could have something on your hand, not know and then accidentally like rub your eye or put your finger in your mouth and then it's just like you know, something may have happened. So anyways, I'm just saying that's the uncertainty of this whole thing is what, it's not like there's a bad guy who's put this out and they're they're Mm going to have whatever. It's just, yeah, it's it's the unknown, which is what scares me. And the unknown of when it's going to be all over and back to normal. What is the new normal? Well, I think that's just it. So like, for instance, one of the things is obviously like washing your hands. 
Definitely. Like, don't, but you and I wash our hands yeah, when we yeah. enter any new room. We for almost, sure. So like, again, these are our, our regular normal, right? But for some people, it might not be. Definitely. The other thing I would say for a state of normalcy is trying to limit the amount of like news coming in. 100%. Right? Because I think this is where, you know, depending on, you know, which province you're in. Yeah. So I'll even go smaller. Depending on which city you're in. Totally. Which province you're in. Which, which country you're in. You say which political views you follow. 100%. Dictate how this. How to like, how this kind of shakes out. Sure. And so like. Even I was talking to Carson this morning, mm. um, and he was saying because a lot of his family's in the states, and he's like, "This, it's the worst." And of course, um, he was mentioning like one of his family members works in one of like the shoppers' drug marts, yeah. CVS, and like similar to here, it's people on the quote unquote front, front lines, lines yeah. right? They can't shut down, but people being so mean no, to them. I think we both right? all be mean to them. That's real. Yeah. That's off. I think you and I both. Obviously, really appreciate the the people working, mm-hmm. the cashiers, the people who have to keep the grocery stores, the totally. pharmacies open for us because it's an essential need. So, like, I, that's amazing. And I, there's been some really great things, like the Loblaws. I think has increased the pay for all the people, which is, which been is really, huge. I think a lot of bigger companies where you could easily be like, oh, they're soul suck, sucking this mm-hmm. or that. I think a lot of the bigger companies have stepped up and done a great yeah. job to compensate. These people who are putting their lives at risk every day for totally. eight hours a day, which is great. So I think from a, and you and I were having this. Sorry, cut out there for a second. You were saying we were just saying how everyone. It's been great to see these bigger companies, kind of totally uh, recon, not reconcile, but re- give the recognition to all these frontline employees who are doing a great job out and, there and trying to support in meaningful yeah. ways. I think you know one of the things we were talking about when we were um, like dropping off care packages to different people yesterday um, was basically like hopefully looking on the brighter side of this whole experience in this two week if not three month international pandemic is that hopefully everyone's staying at home and not you know driving around and using cars as much and Mm -hmm. like therefore not on the streets as much you know potentially like litter and Mm -hmm. like yeah. your carbon footprint kind of decreases for sure a little bit so hopefully like maybe there is a positive side of this is that you know COVID-19 and how we're kind of dealing with it offsets some of the other sustainability environmental issues definitely. potentially definitely who knows is there anything else you want to talk about for this week for oh did you want to talk about the Canadian tire and painting for COVID oh yeah or do you so, want to save that for another episode? No, no, no. We talk about that. So is this still all your sponsorship or do you want to No, end? that's why I said the whole thing to What's like up? finish the sponsorship. So are you done your sponsorship? Yeah, I was done it like 10 minutes ago. This is just stories now. Oh, I thought you said... Anyways. Anyways. Well, okay. You just put the sting in wherever you feel like it works. I got one sting that's dropping at 3 minutes and 40 seconds. Oh, Other than that, boy. there's no more stings until I get to my sponsorship. So then basically... Okay, then do your sponsorship. This oh. will just be stories. Okay, this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So I think uh, I'm gonna. this is a pre-COVID story. Then I want to talk about, again, a little bit of things we've done during the covid and then we'll talk about a simpler time when mm-hmm. you had uh, Norwalk <laughs> and we went to go see Christmas lights. Yes. And now I'll round out. And we got to talk about the celebrity interactions. Yeah. So let's do, let's do my sponsorship, your COVID stories, celebrity interactions. We have three major celebrity interactions this week. Three major ones. So do you guys remember from episode two when I accidentally stole that old man's shopping cart at Loblaws? <laughs> well, I had another very awkward experience at Loblaws. I think, I think it was even like... 
two weeks after that experience. And so <laughs> you got to picture me now. Anytime I go to Loblaws, before even all this Corona, COVID, I was already on edge. I yeah. mean, they might have my face on the wall being like, this guy steals old people's carts. <laughs> so you and I were just doing our typical grocery shopping. And I think I was having an issue trying to find family-sized shreddies for cereal. We, we had been splitting up our time at Fresh Co. and Loblaws. Mm-hmm. You get some stuff at Fresh Co., you save your money, and then you get the better yeah. things that you can only get at Loblaws at Loblaws. Yeah. So that particular day, we were at Fresh Co., and they only had regular-sized shreddies. How dare they for you? Well, I like my, I like my shreddies. Um, it should be noted that John's family size shreddies is only for him. You I don't have shreddies if you want. Ugh, it's, it's like fucking God's mistake for you don't cereal. Like shreddies? Who the fuck likes shreddies that much? Well, honestly, all I want is fruit. Ugh. All I want is Fruit Loops and Lucky Charms, but I'm not going to be eating that. So you swung the pendulum the other way and went for straight up bran? Yeah, it's whole eat shreddies. I don't know. I bounce back between Shreddies, Rice Krispies, and Corn Flakes. Yeah, the other two are good. Wow, you know someone for 11 years. I've told you I hate Shreddies multiple times. I just realized it's going to be our 11-year anniversary this month. So, where do you want to go? (laughs) Laundry room? I was going to say basement, (laughs) furnace room. Can I just tease next week? Can you finish your fucking sponsor? I'm just teasing. We have the best furnace story ever. Oh, God. Find me... Find me a better furnace story. Find me a better wedding story. Find me a better engagement story. Find me a better Loblaw story than what I'm about to drop. So three out of four of those stories were all about you. So <laughs> feel free. I also, anyways, <laughs> go to Loblaws. Trying to deem me on that handbrake this uh, morning. Fine. I accidentally, we were driving away from, ironically, Freshco. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden I hear the ding, ding, ding. I'm like, you want to plug your seatbelt in? And then you said... Yeah, uh, you might want to put that handbrake down. <laughs> and I instantly... No, you didn't. You're like, let's call it even. No, first I, like, sa- first, I said, uh, first I said, wow, you're right. I'm sorry. Then I, then no, I, you didn't. Yeah, then I said, let's call it even. Fuck you. Come on. <laughs> not for nothing. Anyway, so you and I did not have a shopping cart this particular day because I think I was off shopping carts for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm off them for a different reason. But... I thought you were, so I'm like, okay, we had a bunch of our food. I'm like, okay, I just need to get some cereal. You're like, no problem. So then I walk down the cereal aisle and I feel a presence, a present, no, a presence, not a present. I was right the first time. I feel a presence (laughs) behind me. Yeah. Well, I thought it was just you following me because I thought we were walking together. And I look and I look at the cereal aisle and guess what? What? There's no family size shreddies. (laughs) So since I think you're right behind me, I don't turn around to say this i kind of raise my voice kind of in a jokey matter just to say something wild but i think it's you behind me and i just go they done did it again to me with these shreddies they done did it again to me and i turn around it's just like this guy next to me i'm like ah! and it wasn't you i'm like what reaction he just kind of like yeah he just like raised his eyebrow like the rock in wrestling and i'm just like oh i was just so embarrassed because it wasn't like i was like Oh, there's no shreddies here. I literally said, they done did it again to me with these shreddies. Did you say it that seriously? No, I was like, they done did it again <laughs> with these shreddies. And then we kept like, and you weren't even in the same aisle. You were like two two aisles over. Mm-hmm. And then I went to go tell you, I'm like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. And then like the guy was down that aisle. And I think we were behind him in line for the cashier. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I can't catch a break nope. with these grocery stores. And so anyways, that's my sponsorship of... The week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs>
to be able to get back into COVID. Mm-hmm. And then we'll tease our three huge celebrity encounters. Yeah. So part of, um, amongst like keeping the regular routines and structure and all that fun stuff, I've tried to, you know, we've tried to keep busy and do some things. So mm-hmm. one of the COVID challenges I'm trying to do, and it yeah. seems like the rest of Toronto is too, because <laughs> there is no flower in the city, all purpose flower to be found. We went to six <laughs> different stores looking for flour today. Nothing. That's the only thing, that and the salad dressing. Yeah. But nothing. Oh, I didn't really look flour. at the other yeah, place. Yeah, I know. It's ma- mainly salad dressing, or um, mainly flour we could not get. What you're going to call it is I'm trying to bake. Uh, my COVID challenge is trying to bake these Argentinian cookies. Where'd They're you find called, these? Like, like how'd you? Yeah, or like how'd you? Why why these ones? Did you find oh, them? Or? So I actually, so across the street from where I work, there's an Aroma Coffee. Okay. And they actually sell these. They're called um, Alfie's or Alpha Ores. I oh, think. Alfie. Alfie. Alfredson. Um, and so they're amazing. They're like... Kind of like a sugar cookie with dolce de leche caramel in the middle. Okay. Covered like with... the fashion designer, dolce nah, Cabana? Nah, Cabana, no. And so I'm like, yo, I'm going to make these. We have all this fucking time. Yeah. So I've already done two batches. The second batch was far superior to the first that batch. The first batch was not... <laughs> I know. Now I feel bad. I was you still making... pawned them off on our friend. No. I. Oh, okay. Can you not fucking do this okay. to me? So basically, I was like, yo, it's Tesla's birthday. I know how shitty I'd feel if my birthday in real life people couldn't make it out for. And then you add like a pandemic on top of that, not being able to go out and see your friends. So I was like, yo, why don't we make something for Tesla and drop it off? But obviously, I'm not going to go to a grocery store, buy something product made no right so i'm like if i make something i can ensure it's like clean yeah right? exactly so i was like yo i didn't try these new cookies they weren't the greatest i also underestimated how long it would take to make the caramel well you so were, i didn't you were also it was like we were kind of like because we had done a project your normal office we couldn't have you in so you were in the kitchen kind of working throughout the day so yeah. you were working but also thinking about these cookies plus you were thinking about we were going to have turkey for dinner that night too so you were trying to do like three (laughs) things at once yeah and And just some one of the things had to suffer and so that was really my arms and (laughs) the the cookies so they weren't the greatest i also like we overcooked the cookies all these things the second batch um so sorry tesla we'll drop off some better ones um so then the this past week right i was like let me try this again I fucking, like, gained 30 points, right? So now we're probably, like, 75 out of 100. You were using, like, a lot of substitute ingredients. Weren't you the first batch? Like, you didn't have the proper caramel? Yeah. You were kind of, like, trying to fan-dangle Trying to do it from, like, from, out of, yeah. I just just remember there was, like, at one point there was a can inside of a pot for, like, 12 hours or something like that. I was trying to make my own caramel out of condensed milk, and it was, like, failing horribly. Gotcha. Um, And then I also made the cookies too hard. Like, you bake them, and then I re-baked them for some reason because I wasn't paying attention. And then we baked them a third time. (laughs) Sorry, Tesla. So (laughs) then um, we baked them again, so that was good. And then the other thing I was saying was, oh... You know, now that we have all this time in that fucking house, why don't we, like, do projects together? And so one of them was, like, why don't we finally paint our music room slash office slash 605 studio? So what color was in there previous to this new paint job? So it's kind of, like, similar to the rest of the house. Um, When we got it, it's, like, this white yellow kind of beigey color. And then one wall was, like, this lime lime green. green. And it was basically because it's the when we got the house they staged it as a nursery 
Do you, but you think they painted that one wall for the staging? Yeah. Or you don't think the previous people just had a white and no, green wall? Because I, I've now come, like, after looking at so many listings on houses and things, it's mainly that, oh, you want to visualize different family scenarios in houses. So it's like, oh, one was staged as a second bedroom. Yeah. One was staged as a kid's room. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's like, even yeah. down here, there was, like, random kids' toys. That's true. Right? So it's like, but we know there were only two people living here. That's true. I guess it's you're trying to entice. Exactly. To be like, this is a family house. Exactly. Okay, so we decided to paint this white and yeah. lime green room. So I've been, like, toying between these two. And this is the only thing I would say with the shitty part about going with Canadian Tire, not true Benjamin Moore paint. Mm. It peels off easily. Oh, it right? does. Yeah, because we okay. didn't have that with the other room. Yeah, I did. No I did notice that. Correct. So I was like, "Yo, I could pull off like full on strings of this shit." Um, but well, anyway, so we wanted to paint it like this cold, bolty blue. Hmm. Um, and I love Benjamin Moore paint. And so I, we were debating between two two different colors. We like pulled in your aunt Jay yeah. to see like which out of the two. So one was called like gentleman's gray, <laughs> and another one was called New York State of Mind. Right. Correct. And so. We're like, okay, let's go to Canadian Tire because yeah. Canadian Tire is still open. Benjamin Moore is clearly not an essential service, so yeah. they are not open. So we go there. We also have like other things we need to get, yeah, including like uh, like uh, we, screws or something. Oh well, we also we wanted to take off the handles of the closets and put in oh, yeah, new need, silver, you need a new drill bit, and then we needed a new drill bit. And you wanted to put. The two closets in the spare bedrooms only had one handle on the closet. Yeah. You wanted to put in a brand new hole so there's two handles. Yeah, so. And we bought a, new hardware for the doors. And we bought new hardware and then you bought a new present as well. Yeah. So one of the things, you know, when you move into a place, and I'm looking at here right now too. Yeah. There's like, there's nicks and shit in the, in the walls, right? Yeah. Similar to our apartment, the walls had been probably painted multiple times. Right. So one of the things I was like, okay, well, now that we're fucking stuck at home, let's just buy an electric sander. Sure. Because I'm like, there's only so much like manual labor we can do to smooth down the walls. And because, well, I don't consider this our forever home. I consider no. it the home we're staying in for at least five to seven years. Right. Right. Yeah, so for sure. Like, this is, no, this isn't yeah. our last home. Not right. At all. So I think. And it's when like, we move out of here, we'll tell you guys all the exact address. Like we did the, did we tell everyone the apartment address? You probably did. 40 Alexander Street. Oh, oh boy. boy. So anyway, so we bought an electric sander, which was amazing. But then we're like, okay, let's, you know, with social distancing, yeah. let's go and pick out some paint at the paint setup. So we ended up needing some help because some of the things we needed to get was behind locked doors. We didn't really know the proper drill bit. So we had this one guy who helped us with everything and yeah. now... Was there anything, like, is he a memorable person? Was he not? Was he... Yeah, he was memorable enough that he wouldn't leave us alone after. He no, he was definitely super... He was definitely the right guy you wanted to help you. Yeah. He knew everything. We're like, oh, we have this drill bit that broke. Can you help us find... That was the first thing. He's like, yeah. yeah. And you found it in two seconds. And I'm like, okay, we're going to come back and bug you about paint. Mm-hmm. And, but he was very knowledgeable, which is what I loved. But he was also just, like, kind of quirky. Yeah. And as we were getting our paint mixed... He's like, oh, what room is this for, right? Yeah. And then that's when you're like, oh, it's for our office slash music room. And, and he, he got super excited when you said like, music room. Oh, music. But the weird thing was, and I've seen this happen before. Okay. Amongst the other weird things that got yeah. said there, there may have been mention of a hooker at some point. <laughs> Remember you guys were talking about like stripper names. 
Oh yeah, that's right. That was like it was creepy because I think we were talking about names of paint. And because the other one was, was Chantilly like, Lace. Yeah, he's like, oh, that could be a stripper name. And I was like, or or we could just get our paint <laughs> yeah. and get out of so, here. So anyway, so we're talking and we say it's for the music room slash office, and he mm-hmm. like his eyes like perked up and everything, or ears perked up. Yeah, and so then he's like, oh, and so like. Oh, I thought you were... No, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm writing down my notes. Sorry. So then basically he was like... And this is what I always find. People always, when we say that, look to you first. To be like, are you the musician? I think he... Yeah, I And then he literally kept telling you the stories. And I was like, dude, I barely play piano. And I I always... When I... I notice that too. And I do Mm -hmm. a good job of being like... No, you play everything. Yeah, you're always good at that. You always like promote me, but it's always funny yeah, to me when we talk too. to like older men yeah. and we say like music room, it must be automatically you must be the musician. And then even when we say it's like we're both musicians, but I'm like the more prevalent musician, they're always still telling you the stories, which makes me laugh. Yeah. And so anyway, so he's like, oh, you know, he's like, so what do you play? And so then I say what I play and everything. And he's like, oh, you know, my band from like the 70s well, we used to play he together. He was a cover band. You remember what cover band he was? Was, was it like REO Speedwagon? Yeah, it was Eric Clapton. Oh, yeah. And you remember like, oh, yeah, you know, like Layla, blah, blah, yeah. blah. He's like, whatever. no, I also do like Cream. Like, because yeah. that's his other band. And then he was just like talking about, oh, you know, I was like the youngest guitar player. But I couldn't sing. But I couldn't sing. Yeah. But everyone would get on me. But I was just like this and that. I'm like, cool. cool. Like, I think our paint's been shaking for like... <laughs> yeah. A whole Rooney song over here. Yeah. So then but he's it, like, "Oh, do you guys like? Are you guys like recording anything?" Yeah. yeah and like yeah. I was like, uh, "Not really." I'm like, he's like, "Oh, so what's your band's name?" And I'm like, "Oh, fuck the bridge." I know, which is always awkward. Which is always awkward. And then um, I like, but he kept going. Like it, I know. it was crazy, and he, he kept it, going. And it going. was like taking him on memory down memory lane for sure. But you know when you're like, okay, one in a socially distancing world. Yeah. You're kind of like, I don't really want to hang out with you for this long. For sure. But then also, you're clearly the only knowledgeable employee here. So other people are probably like, you're clearly not talking about real things. Yeah. So then I'm like, I don't want to be those two assholes I know. during a COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. Keeping hostage the only Canadian Tire employee. Definitely. But he was very helpful and we got that mm-hmm. and some other things that we needed. So then we came back to the house. Yeah. And then three paint rives later well no even before that we got Uh all giddy to like sand down the walls and we i thought i was like oh there's a couple little bumps and scrapes here you i patched it you patched everything all the holes there's only a couple little holes from posters and paintings and stuff like that there's so many yeah you did a great job patching things up which led me to sand things and then have you ever used an electric sander oh you didn't know my nickname in college was the sandman yeah did you sing Metallica? <laughs> no, I was just a big Sandy Cohen fan. Oh. His nickname was also Sandman, I think. When? They called him the Sandman. They never did. I think he, as a joke, was like, I'm oh, the Sandman. Boy. Anyways, we're going down. A future podcast is going to be the rewatchables, the OC. Mm-hmm. Anyways. No, I didn't, I didn't sand shit. You look at me. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so we decided that I'm basically going to sand all four to five walls mm-hmm. and just do a whole big job. Now, again, because I don't sand things, I've never used an electrical sander. I'm like, all right, let me just start and get work done. Talk to my dad a couple of days later, and he's just like, oh, well, I hope you used a mask or something. I'm like, no. He's like, so you were just sanding like a lead wall for like 20 minutes, and 
had all these dust and sand and paint particles. I did ask you if you want glasses, safety glasses. You did say that, and I refused. Yeah. And they did, I definitely got some in my eyes. Yeah. And I may or may not have had a migraine the next day, which was either weather-related or um, lead paint-related. I think it was weather-related, because you definitely always, like, conk out when the weather fluctuates. That's true. Which I was concerned about today, to be honest. Yeah, me too, but uh, it's a me too world. Anyways, so how did the painting go? It was okay. I was very stressed out the first coat. As you usually are. And the guy even said, he's like, the first coat's not going to be as dark as you think it is. And it's also just the first coat. Like, it's, they're still kind of, it's translucent. You yeah. can see through. You can see the old walls. We did three full coats of paint. That's it, what it takes. It's also like, and this is the difference. It's like, one, our walls aren't all, like, uh, flush. They're, there's, like, bulkheads and, like, intricacies in them. So it's not, like, four straight walls. To John's point, there's, like... If you yeah. add up the walls, there's probably like eight walls, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and so then there's like the trim and everything. And right. like it, I like it a lot. It's just because one, it's not like, oh, a soft white or something. Yeah. It's like very noticeable if you miss <laughs> up a yes. spot. Right. So even like and I also didn't want to like rush at something because it's like we're stuck here. Mm-hmm. But I want to do a project. But For I think sure. now I feel better with it. I think I it love looks it. I think it looks nice. I think there's just still ways I wanna like dress up the room. Yeah, um of course. and still so like put paintings, paintings and, and shelves and like and stuff shelves. like that up. Um eventually like I actually really like it when the what are those things called? Blinds? Yeah. Blinds. Are rolled up. Like mm-hmm. I like it when the full window is visible um so that's one thing but no so like that was another project that we did so i think it's like if you guys are stuck home um canadian tire is open they're really good about social distancing there and all that stuff um what you're gonna call it do a house project honestly electric sanding is like my savior i know let's get you a bandana or a face mask and you can do some sanding next time okay is there any other covid stories you want to talk about no we can go into the real sickness down with the sickness yeah, but we got to talk about our celebrity oh, encounters yeah. first so for okay first uh i got very excited so this actually leads into our painting so we listened to a bunch of music while we were painting and the day that we ended up painting or the day after childish gambino had just dropped oh, his yeah. brand new surprise album titled 31520 because yeah. it came out on March 15th, 2020. And most of the song, all the songs except for two are just like time stamped. So like song number eight is 3216 because that's when it comes on into whatever. Mm-hmm. So we listened to it while we were painting. And I think the first listen we both agreed, it was all right. What do you give it on the fast bender scale? Yo, yo, yo. How many micro fast benders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. So, yeah, I think I'll be honest. Um, my opinion, probably six, five, maybe even one month from now will definitely be different. But as of this moment, I would give the album probably a seven out of ten. What Ooh. about what about you? I probably wouldn't read it. That's fine. <laughs> I think it's definitely right. experimental. It's different. Mm-hmm. I still prefer when he raps. Mm-hmm. I like that he raps and sings. This album had a little bit of rapping on it, but... Mm-hmm. The more I've listened to it this week myself, I've definitely enjoyed it uh, a bit more. But anyways, something crazy happened on this album. What? He, uh, on one of his songs, actually sampled one of our stings, our 605 stings. Really? I'm not even making this up. So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to play it off my phone. I'm going to drop in. You guys all know this sting. This sting that we have 
It is in our intro. It's in any time we... It's our hero branding sting. Exactly. So you guys know it. This is our sting that you've come to love and know. Let's give it a listen. Right? Yeah. We, we've had that now for six plus years. It's yeah. the original. There was a time when I was going to change the stings and the music. You told me not to no, do it. No, it's our brand. So one more time, listen to our sting right here. And now I want you to listen to this song. It's called 1238 by Childish Gambino featuring SZA and 21 Savage. And tell me if this sound right here is not our sting. Okay, so let's give it a listen as well. Drop it off. Let me see if your boot is soft. Gold mouth. Hold up, hold up. Yes, I'm from the dirty south. Lights out. Summertime, I brought the ice out. Pipes out. Uh, all my shooters came from Moscow. Got a girl in Harvard. I talk proper when I call her twin. Baby, I'm a baller. Ain't no way that I... I mean, that's our sting right there. You should do that. Damn, damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> We also have, we have a song we've fallen in love with, which is, I think it's, no, it's called Spotty Audiopolis by Outkast. Yeah. And the chorus is just basically, damn, damn, damn. damn. So it's like, <laughs> we had to cancel our house party because of COVID-19. Damn, damn, damn. 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 <laughs> Want to go for a walk outside, but it's pissing rain. Damn, damn, damn. damn. Childish Gambino sampled live at 605. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> One more time. Here's our sting. And here's Childish Gambino sampling our sting. Drop it off. Let me see if your boot is soft. Gold mouth. Hold up, hold up. Yes, I'm from- I don't know. I'm just saying. I We have downloads in LA. I <laughs> see it all the time. I think someone heard it. I'm not mad at them. They can have it. Royalties. Happy to, royal, you know what's funny? Uh, his production company, like his group is called Royalty. See, we're all in sync right now. It's simpatico or whatever you want to say. So anyways, I just was listening to the song and I was like, holy shit, that's our sting. And then I showed it to you. I'm like, that's, I'm not, whatever. You guys can hear it now. So I think uh-huh. that's pretty badass sting. Totally. So that was the first celebrity encounter. You actually had another celebrity encounter this week that had to do with our Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. So what happened with your celebrity encounter this week? So this goes back to living a normal life during COVID. So I still get up in the morning, make breakfast, and my typical routine is watching breakfast television. The best. Uh, the best. And so obviously, like, I, f- I am invested in the hosts' lives. Like, I oh, feel yeah. like I notice when, like, one of the people are missing, like, yeah, definitely. I think Frankie Flowers might have had pink eye or something, <laughs> right? Because um, yeah. his eye looks a little um, blurry yeah. on one side. Raj is in isolation because he came back from Dubai. Doing like, the, I know oh, what's wow. up. He was in Dubai? He was in Dubai. Wow. So Devo Brown, who I actually really like. Yeah, he's great. And uh, Dina, Dina who, were there. In my opinion, is the best... Um, uh, morning show host mm-hmm. in all of Canada. I think she's awesome. Yeah. She, you can just tell she's a great person totally. like, in real life as well. So one of the things, and, you know, they're on the front lines too. They're yeah, like trying to keep, you know, news a pumping, but pe- keep people positive. Yeah. One of the segments they do now, because they've extended their show mm. from like... Uh, oh, from, from six to nine? Yeah. To six to ten. Yeah. So they've extended. So one of the things that they're doing is like things that bring you joy and they do a segment and during the transition. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> and now so, it makes sense. So one of the things was somebody wrote in and I never do this. Yeah. But somebody wrote in and was like, oh, I still have my Christmas tree up because it brings me joy. This wasn't you writing this. This wasn't thing. me. Wow. Right. And so like Dina was like, oh, that's so nice. Right. Like <laughs> you might as well keep your decorations up. And they had like 
picture in picture in picture with all the different um, BT hosts. Okay. And they're all kind of commenting and some people being like, it's a little weird. Blah, blah, of course blah, it's, it's weird. It's April. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to tweet breakfast yeah. television. Okay. So then I fully did because we still have our Christmas tree Well, up. it was supposed to come down two weeks ago because, again, we were going to have like a dinner party with eight of our friends. Mm-hmm. But because we're all doing the right thing, we canceled that. And you said you were very kind. You said, all right, you can take the tree down the, the day before the, the dinner party. Yeah. And then I knew the party wasn't going to happen. I could have been a dick and I could have taken it down Friday. But I knew it wasn't going to happen. And then we all confirmed, no, we're not. Doing then I the got party, very sad. and then we agreed to leave the Christmas tree up. So now it's up a little bit longer. And we also said because it's still snowing. <laughs> right. Well, it's 19 degrees today. <laughs> so Not I true. heard. So uh, anyway, so, so anyway, as I of tweet- the week of March 25th, we still have our Christmas tree up. But I tweeted yes. right, and like, bitch, please, that Christmas tree brings us so much joy. It brings so, one of us so much joy. So anyway. So I take a picture, I tweet Dina, mm. and I'm like, oh, we still have it. And I was like, this tree brings me also so much joy. <laughs> My husband, not so much. Yeah. Did she not write back? What? Ro- right? She wrote back, rock on, love it. Yeah, exactly. I think she I think she wrote like two reply, like two separate tweets mm-hmm. about it. I think she retweeted it and then wrote her own comment to it, which was so badass. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even tell me that you did that in the morning. Wasn't no, but I usually usually check what I tweet. So I, I was know. Like, I just didn't weird. see it for whatever reason. So that was a pretty awesome. So thank you, Dina from BT for tweeting us. It makes yeah. it worth it having up the Christmas tree. Absolutely. That's it for celebrity encounters for the week, nah, right? Nah, we saw it yesterday. So we got a third celebrity encounter. Oh, this is the one that just keeps on giving. <sighs> okay. So we would recommend... Uh, if you guys want to listen to three awesome podcasts, go back and listen to hashtag 605 wedding part one, two, and three for fantastic wedding and stories. the follow up one. Yeah, all of the exactly. Season 18 and season 17 are probably the two best seasons of Live at 605. They definitely are the best seasons of Live at 605. Stop it, John. <laughs> so give, remind everyone. Uh, during our wedding, you and your band Fuck the Bridge, which you mentioned earlier, performed three songs. Yeah. What first one was? Stay far away, so close by you too. The last one was. <laughs> I believe in a thing called Love by the Darkness. And the middle song was. <laughs> Fuck you, John. <laughs> like the, He's sticking up his middle finger at me. The, the middle song we did was. Uh, the Arkells uh, never thought that this would happen. So do you want to tell them about what uh, Max, lead singer of the Arkells, has been doing every day for yeah. COVID-19, which is pretty amazing? So one of the cool things, and I feel the sadness too, so I can I only know. imagine how the Arkells feel sure. as a legit band, is that um, because they can't tour right now, um, Max, the lead singer, as well as the rest of the band are supporting, are basically dissecting their songs and doing this like kind of flat-in-the-curve In- Instagram live. live series whereby... Um, Tony and the band kind of dissect the song. They post up all of um, what you would call it the chords, mm-hmm. and like so that people can like learn them. And then like halfway through the day, usually at one p.m., Max comes on Instagram Live and like actually plays the songs as like an instructional kind yeah. of thing. And then also people can like interact with him, and he brings people on the show. So yeah, I've been waiting. Every he's been doing it now for about two weeks, every mm-hmm. single day. I don't know how he picks the songs. I know some of them yeah, were more know. like off the new album. Yeah, and then now I'm like, like B-sides kind yeah, of. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Cause I never thought this would happen. Oh, <laughs> so I've been waiting as I'm sure you have every day for him. I mean, they have what, five or six albums. They probably have over a hundred songs. Mm-hmm. Like, 
It's like, oh, it'd be really great if they ever, if they performed or taught, like never thought that this would happen. Lo and behold, yesterday, Saturday, I'm on Instagram and I finally see him posting, save for my flatten the curb, whatever. One o'clock, we're doing never thought that this would happen. And he posted the tabs. Yeah. So I showed it to you. Showed it to me. And then I'm in, like, obviously, we don't want to keep repeating the same story yeah, over and over again. But it was, um, whatchamacallit, I had reached out to the Arkells people, Ashley, ended up the manager the manager ended up putting me in contact with tony who actually gave the keyboardist from the arkells who actually gave me said tab so i wanted to go and reference is it the same tab yeah and it was oh you heard it here first got it a year and a half before that's amazing so then i see that on instagram and i go on instagram and i end up writing on their post um it said the best um or I, I added, added you and said the best. My wife and her band performed this song at the Great Hall last year. Or I performed this song at her wedding, wedding last year. Wedding? Val Gomez, the best. <laughs> My wife and her band performed this song at our wedding last year at the Great Hall. Mm-hmm. And then you wrote back and tagged the band members. Said, super cool, just keeps the magic going. Some random dude wrote back to us and said, I don't know what's better about this post. This, that this song is played at your wedding or that your wife played it to you. So from there, uh, the Arkells also end up tweeting the link and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I go one step further further because you have a bit more – you can do a bit more on Twitter. And I wrote, amazing. Again, I tagged you and said, at Val Gomez, performed this song with her band at our wedding last year. And I posted the Vimeo link to the actual performance. Oh. So we got a bunch of likes. Yeah. What else did you get? Well, the Arkells liked it. Yeah. The Arkells wrote back and interacted with us. Whoa. The Arkells wrote and retweeted so good. <laughs> the Arkells, that's our third celebrity interaction this that's week. We've been badass. quarantined for two weeks. We I have know. three celebrity encounters. But then, I don't know, I haven't checked so Twitter good. yet. But yeah. then I wrote back to that tweet yeah. and then post our wedding after performing that, I actually met Tony and got to personally oh. thank him at the Junos you last did. year. So then I posted that picture oh. and been like, never thought that this would happen, My thanking the Arkells in person. This is an un- unbelievable, unbelievable story. Unbelievable story. So people were liking, I think people went and watched your performance yeah. on my Vimeo. You go to my Vimeo, just type in John Mallon, you'll find all of our performances there. There'll mm-hmm. be a little bit of wedding stuff up there. I just thought that was so so badass. And I know. So so cool. I uh, love the Arkells, love their music. I feel like, again, those guys are like, Dina for BT where they're probably just like the coolest guys. Like yeah. you, when you met Tony, he was super so he talked chill. to you for like fifteen minutes. Totally. Max seems like he'd be the best. So Ben met him at the Eden Center. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and told him that he was going to be performing for our yeah. wedding. So it's just something like again, it's the little things sometimes mm-hmm. that just get you excited. And I, I feel like even during this time when all the stuff's going on, mm-hmm. just look for like a little thing that'll just make you happy. Totally. So like to me that was awesome. So do you want to talk about to a time that made you and me very sad? Was that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we'll probably, we can, this might be, we'll tell this story and that might be it for this week. But, um, yeah. So a simpler time, when was it? was end of January or beginning of January? Or mid January? No, probably mid to late January. Well, I can tell you, it's the day that uh, Mac Miller put out his, his oh, new yeah. album. <laughs> so whatever day, I think that was oh, mid January. such a good day. Yeah. Um, whatchamacallit. So one of those things is it takes a lot to get me and John knocked on our butt, like and yeah. like stay home sick from work or like. The last time was probably four years ago now, where we got food poisoning from mm-hmm. McDonald's and didn't eat totally. McDonald's for three years. I think, and it literally is like you know, I, there's horror stories of me like 
cracking my head open and still directing a shoot yeah. from the hospital. That's right. Right. Uh, obviously breaking my teeth and going on a shoot with CTV and my gums all bleeding. Right. That's right. <laughs> so. In grade eight science, I fell off my chair, smashed my forehead. Mm-hmm. That's how I have the scar next to my eye. Mm-hmm. Went and played trombone that night in the band. <laughs> Similar. I had a big scar on my face. <laughs> I was feeling perfectly healthy. Yeah, you were um, You were perfectly healthy. Yeah, but I was working from home that day. So what's the one thing I do not like to get from you when I'm not in the same room as you? Sorry, what's the one thing I don't like to get from you if I'm like at work or out and about? A call. I do not like to get a phone call from you. I get very nervous. Mm-hmm. My palms are sweaty. <laughs> I got mom spaghetti. Yeah. So, so I, okay, so first things first. So like I'm working from home. I'm like, okay, typically like a COVID-19 world. I uh, make some pasta for lunch. No, it was the soup, the leftover soup. No, it was pasta. I ate. It was leftover soup in those jars because those soup was like a week or two old. I thought the pasta sauce was this. No, it was this. I specifically remember you, you made soup in the crock pot. Yeah. You had all those jars and this one was like a week or so. You may have made pasta with your soup or something, but it was definitely the soup. 100%. I remember what okay, I did. Okay, that's my up. truth. What's yeah. your truth? My truth is it was the pasta <laughs> okay. sauce and then I ended up eating the pasta and puking it all up afterwards. Okay, so you... How long from when you ate your pasta did you first start throwing up? So I didn't feel the greatest. Like I made it and I'm like, yo, I can eat a full bowl of pasta. This is where I'm like, it must have been pasta. Because I'm like, yo, on a good day, I'll eat two bowls of pasta. Instantly, you kind of know something's not right. Something's not feeling good. And I'm like, oh, this feels weird. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I might need to puke. And did you did you puke? Yeah. So I went upstairs and I'm like, yo, I'm going to puke. Right. When, when was the last time you puked? Maybe during when we had uh, yeah, Norwalk. Norwalk. Probably three, four 100%. years ago. 100%. I don't get sick a lot. Yeah. And like, if I get sick, I make it count. Like, that's honestly it. You do. So then I was like, okay, but I feel fine. So then I go to Loblaws, right? Right. And then it was like four o'clock and I still have meetings, right? So I was talking to one of my other teammates yeah. in the parking lot on my phone. And I'm like, wait a second. This feels weird. Yeah. I'm going to puke again. Oh, no. So I, I'm like kind of rushing her off the phone. Sure. Right. And then I puke outside their car door. Oh, great. Right? Not a lot. No, no, yeah. Because just... I'm like I already puked in the toilet like three yeah. hours ago. So then I get home and then I call you. So then you... it was like 430. And you call me and I can instantly tell something's not right with your voice. I'm like, oh, no. And then you just you tell me like I was just throwing up and you start crying. Yeah. Basically so because you were scared and yeah. just like uncomfortable and it hurt and. I'm like, I think I have food poisoning. Yeah, exactly. So this is right at the end of the day. It's like 5.15. So I'm like, okay. Now I know why you think it was the soup. Why? I think the day before I ate the soup, I took it to work and it was the old soup. And right. then I was working from home. Yeah. So, so I'm th- like, maybe it's a combination of things. I think so. So then I, you tell me this story. I'm like, okay, drink some water, go lie down and I'll, I'll be home in like 40 minutes. So I'm, I'm all like, shit, like I feel bad. I hope you're okay. I hope yeah. it's just like a one-off. So then I'm nervous. <laughs> a twofer. A twofer. <laughs> I walk home and I don't know what I'm walking into. So I'm like, oh, I hope I don't walk into you just like, Whoa. Yeah, but you're like, just go lie down on the couch. So, so then I'm listening to music. I get home. I open the door. And so like I'm on the couch. I'm fully lying down, but I'm talking to my brother, Carl. Yeah, you're on, you're on the phone. So I'm yeah. Like, Oh, yours, and, you sound good. And you're talking like this. I'm like, oh, it's just a one-off, a twofer. Yeah. Like, you're fine. This is great. So I go, 
you're talking to their brother, you're joking, you're laughing. I'm like, okay, let me wash my hands. Let me get changed. I'm like, this is fantastic. Great. You're on the phone for like probably 15 minutes as I get home. Yeah. And so then I'm like, okay. And I'm like, wait a second. I don't feel good again. So then I'm like, in a pleasant way, trying to like rush my brother off the phone. Right. To be like, oh, okay, well, this all sounds great. Got to talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Love you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> and then I'm like, I got to puke again. So then I run upstairs to our ba- like our first or yeah. second floor bathroom. We got two bathrooms. Thank fucking God. Oh I saw, God. Although I destroyed both, both of them. <laughs> you did. But like, I run upstairs and I start puking again. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. wrong with me? Puking your guts out. It was disgusting. So then at that point, I'm like, I don't even know what's happening with me. Yeah. So at that I'm point. I'm like, this has to be food poisoning. So now we know that, um, now we know this is serious. And from there, I think you you were on that toilet for probably like a good hour. You couldn't really move. <laughs> yeah. I'm by your side. I'm trying to rub your back, hold your hair. Yeah. I don't even know if you were in like your pajamas. No. Yeah. I think you were just in like shorts and, and a t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah. Jeans and a t-shirt. I think about an hour goes by and we finally take you upstairs or did you go back down to the couch i don't even know i can't even remember i think maybe we took you upstairs oh and i slept for probably like four hours i think oh that's no that's that's the next day so um so we take you upstairs finally put you in your pajama pants tank top we get you in the bed we get you a bucket but like 10 minutes doesn't go by and you're like (laughs) i gotta run to the washroom and i'm like this is the exact same thing that happened when we had uh norwalk four years ago was every 10, 15, 20 minutes, you were puke, puking your brains out, just like, Bleh! <laughs> <laughs> and just like when we had Norwalk the first time, you were saying like, I can't do this, kill, kill yeah, me, just kill me, kill me right now, it, I can't deal with this. It was possibly the most painful I felt so bad. experience, because then I'm also like, at one point, I'm like, there's nothing left in me too, and I'm like, I have to puke, well, like, and so. It would be like 18 hours in. And I'm like, I don't think you have anything left in you either. I'm like, at this point, it's maybe some vial. But 18 hours in, you would somehow get like more stuff coming out of your stomach. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> it's in my find-? toes. <laughs> and so. So right, then at one point, yeah. I was like, I'm just sleeping in the bathroom. Because I was like, I couldn't even just like physically lie down. Like my bones yeah, were killing. Your bones, your We back. also don't have a microwave in here. So the magic bag, you had to like oh, yeah. heat up in the oven. I'm wearing the sweater I'm wearing right now is what you end up wearing. <laughs> And yeah, for like 45 minutes at a, at a time, your head, arms, elbows, <laughs> stomach would be in the toilet, just like passed out in there because you couldn't move. Like, no, I was like dead weight. So you would you would spend like an hour in the bathroom, throw up, puke your guts out, and then jump back into bed. And I'd be like, oh, so you're just going to wear the same sweater that you've been puking in the bed. And at a certain point, I just, I realized to myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have, I'm now going to get this. I'm going to yeah. be doing this, whatever. You went to shoppers for me. Well, yeah, so two two things that were one thing I wanted to mention. So I kind of mentioned it earlier was this was all on a Thursday at midnight. Mac Miller was putting out his first, what, how, what do you say? Post. Post humus or something. Post humus. Yeah. His first album since he's passed away. Mm-hmm. And I was really, we really liked the first song they yeah. put out. And I was really looking forward to listening to the album. Yeah. So I'm like, when am I going to listen to this? So it's like 1230. You're in the bathroom puking. I'm like, you know what? I got my headphones. My phone's next to me. Can I quickly listen to some like Mac Miller's new album? And then guess what else happened? Eminem drops a surprise album. Yeah, that's right. Now I I don't I, I like Eminem's early stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm like when we put out a new album, I gotta listen to his new stuff. So part of me was like, I hope you just spend like 15 minutes in the bathroom oh, so I can listen boy. to like Mac Miller. But then I'd be trying to listen to Mac Miller, and you like like John. <laughs> 
And so I would come and look after you. And then mm-hmm. th- that first night, you would sleep for may- maybe if you got 45 minutes of actually sleeping mm-hmm. before puking, I would be happy. But like, mm-hmm. I'd be in bed and you were sleeping on my side of the bed. Yeah. And I like to move around. Because it's closer to the washroom. The washroom. I felt so bad. Like I was trying to fidget and I would move over to like one side of the bed because we didn't have our new mattress yet. Ooh. And you would wake up and you'd be like, I got to go throw up. And so I think maybe that first night you got a total of maybe two hours of sleep. Maybe. Yeah. And then it just was like the most achy, like breaky part. Achy, breaky heart. Kind of thing. Like just bones raking the whole time. Right. And so I think this is also where it's like you got me a bunch of Gatorades. Gatorade, I think, actually helped you. Yeah. And Gatorade, then, ginger ale. Ginger ale. I only had like a quarter of a cracker at one point. I was like, I couldn't even stomach it. Yeah, although you, the about 24 hours later, you did have a couple pieces of French toast, which I was pretty impressed mm-hmm. about. But but that first 24 hours, it was constant. Like, and I felt so like, bad for you. Only I, I still remember just one time puking upstairs in the main bathroom. Yeah. And it was like fully like the exorcist where I was like, John, I have nothing left in. Well. And then turned my head and was like. Bruh! Yeah. You looked like the exorcist. And then I, I gave you one point. Like, nothing was coming out. You felt so bad. I'm like, look, shove your fingers <laughs> down like, your throat. I was like, I don't know how. You're like, do it to me. I'm like, no. And then you finally would shove your fingers down your throat. And then, <laughs> And all this stuff would come out. I'm like, see, see. <laughs> it's so gross. Yeah, it was. Um, it was disgusting. I do not wish that sickness on my worst enemy. Honestly. so bad for you. That is like. I don't even know if it's like that gave me immunity for like the new world we live in right now. Maybe. But it was like, I'm surprised I didn't get you sick. I somehow did not get sick mm-hmm. at all. I was doing all this mm-hmm. stuff next to you side by side. Nothing mm-hmm. happened to me. I'd say the first, what, 30 hours for sure was just nonstop. It took about 48 hours for you to feel a little bit better. Yeah. And then it probably took like a week. A week to be like back to normal. Oh, back to normal. But yeah, I missed my other friend's birthday. It was during Ben's birthday. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So it was late January. Yeah. So we, we have, um, is there anything else you want to talk about about you throwing up? No. I was just going to say, we've had a bit of um, issues with getting injured in the bathroom. So yeah. obviously we've had Norwalk a few times. There was one time I fell naked in the shower, like a few weeks before our wedding. Yeah. Um, And then I also split my finger open. I think it was like a week or two after you had Norwalk virus. Because I was in the bath. I think it was like a, I think it was like a week after the Norwalk because I was trying to like clean the toilet down. And I was just rubbing the toilet down. There was like a loose, not a loose screw, but a screw that didn't have a cap on, a rusty screw without a cap on it. And I'm rubbing it down, and I sliced my damn index finger open. Not impressed. So it's like all this toilet terror that's been going on to me, right? To both of us. Both of us. And then for me, it was like yeah. that same day I was trying to make the cookies the first round. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it wasn't that because I went to the no, – I think it, I went to the office, didn't I? Yeah, this this was like a week before the cookies. Yeah, a week before the cookies. So one of the things, and I should just never do this, is like there was one day I was just having like a string of really bad luck. Yeah. And I was like yes. running out of time for doing things at work. And then I was trying to cook really elaborate, intense dinners. And right. like all these things were like just not lining up for me. Yeah, yeah. And so I have a pretty significant record of like burning my arms. You do. On the oven rack. For like how many mashed potato burns do you have? I have three mashed potato burns on one arm. Lifelong burns on one arm from burning myself, pulling mashed potatoes out of the oven. Then I have like iron burns, pot burns. 
uh i don't even know like just like yeah. all these different ones a few maybe a month or two ago i burnt my wrist trying to take something out of the um oven yeah and since then i've been scratching it to try and give myself a permanent burn so we could be burn buddies no don't because then you're like me where i end up cutting on top of my burn yeah another burn so, <laughs> so so what happened so i um i don't know how this one happened but i ended up touching the side oh. of you refused to. You didn't. You went to grab something from the oven. And didn't use an oven mitt. Isn't that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I made this a different one. You're talking about. No, I'm talking about this one. Yeah, that was. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think we both had a lot on our mind at the time. So I think I was just like flustered, and I yeah. realized that the tray I was getting in the oven wasn't what, hot. Was this the day we were making the turkey? Yeah. So. Some sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up, but this gives more context. Usually on Sundays, today we're making ribs. Sunday is the day when we'll spend a lot more time making a bigger dinner. Mm-hmm. This was like a Tuesday, and you're <laughs> like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make this turkey, whatever. It's like a Tuscan turkey rotan. And I'm also going to make my own risotto from scratch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the butterscotch squash risotto. And you know what? We both got home from work. It's now like 8 o'clock. This thing altogether probably takes like realistically a couple hours to properly do this yeah you're like i'm gonna make all these things for the first time or from scratch with all this other stuff going on around us in the world so there's a lot of stuff going on in the background so i'm like okay so what i realized is i preheated the oven right to obviously put the turkey in right but then i put the turkey in and the turkey tray wasn't hot, but clearly the oven was hot. Yeah. And I forgot about that. So when I put the turkey in, I seared my hand. Yeah. Um, so I have a nice, like, crazy yeah, it's line. Been, that's been there for about a month now. Yeah. So it's it's about an inch long burn that's the size and of the oven rack, if that's the best way. But because we yep. have no ice in the house, we, you had to fashion well, a burn thing with popsicles for me. The, <laughs> The last of the ice I used when you were puking your brains oh, yeah. out because I gave you ice chips. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah, you, you were eating ice chips. <laughs> and I was so stressed out when you were puking your brains out. I dropped so much ice on the floor, which is the real reason why we don't have any ice. So we fastened you a splint of like a popsicle on your hand. With an elastic. With an elastic. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, why is the floor sticky? I'm like, oh, because the popsicle melted all over so the floor. Then- after we eat the dinner, the Jesus. turkey was okay. The squash, the butternut squash risotto was okay. <laughs> um, but I was like, okay. So then I'm in the kitchen on the sticky floor. And then all of a sudden, I basically drop a nu- Oh, no, it was at the coffee table. I oh, dropped yeah. like a oh, knife yeah. in my <laughs> yeah. <toe. laughs> I was like, you know what? You're done. You're done. You're done so, today. Like, you're done. This knife literally drops between my toes as if it's like that thing you do with a knife in your fingers. And yeah, you like, yeah. And you put it that's... through your hands. So then that happened. Then something else happened. And I'm like, I just need to call it quits today because I keep getting injured. I, th- I think then you went to clear the plates and just like all this food just Oh, dropped off. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, so it, it just wasn't my day. It just, yeah, I think I told you. I'm like, it's just... we're. I think also like you had put... You have like ripped jeans and maybe you put your foot in the jeans and like ripped it even yeah. more. Like all these... <laughs> it was like a Mr. Bean kind of day or something yeah. like that. Some so. days I know I'm going to have a bad day though. Yeah. Well... We are right at that time, so I think we should save Christmas lights for another day. Definitely saving that furnace story. That is a whirlwind of a story, mm-hmm. and I think this is, yeah, this is a good place to end it. I think we've done an hour of quality material. Three celebrity interactions, 
puked your brains out. Yeah. COVID tips. All yeah. I think this is again, this is free content we've been putting out. But I think this is a good companion piece for of if course. you're stuck at home. I think so. I think it's especially like the last twenty five minutes where we were just talking about just like regular life. <laughs> yes, sure. puking your brains out and burning burning yourself is regular life. That but. is true. That that happens on the reg. So I would love to make that Childish Gambino song our band of the week this week just because he was so gracious enough to sample us. So uh. um, uh, so why don't, do you have any parting words before we get into the band of the week? No. no. So this is from his new album, 31520. The song is called 1238 and it features 21 Savage and SZA. And it's from your boy Childish Gambino. Look out, listen all the way through. And listen for our sample because, you know, hats off to the whole royalty, Childish Gambino crew, Donald Glover. Love your music. Love Atlanta. Keep doing your thing, man. So, damn, damn, damn. damn. <laughs> when anyone John geeks out over Childish Gambino. Damn, damn, damn. Let's give it a listen. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is Facebook.com and Instagram.com slash live at 605. Follow your boy Young Yoda on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And I'll go miss 23. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I'm Be safe. Yes. Let's go do nothing.
eat off my face now I just thought that we were vibing You don't love her, then you lying Come and go and you get two lips Put a finger to my two lips